Hey guys, my name is Denasia. And my name is Faith. Welcome back to season three of Type A Black Girls. We're discussing all things adulting, living in new cities, working our first big girl jobs, and of course, all things that come with being Type A Black Girls. We hope you enjoy. Hey guys, welcome back. Hey y'all. We're close to the end. I didn't realize how close we were. I know. When I typed eight on that document, I said, dang. No, dang. It's, that was quick. Wrapping, it's coming, coming to a close. It's wrapping up. No, quickly too. And then we'll have a little hiatus and we'll come back. But girl, I'm very, very excited for this episode. I've been, honestly, other than the Black Girls in Corporate America, this is another one that I've been wanting to talk about. So yeah, I feel like this one is long overdue just because it's kind of been our lives essentially for the past three, four months. Mm-hmm. So you guys are getting a lot of content on what we kind of went through more in depth because I think we touched on it during our rosebuds and thorns but you ought to really get a true look at like what moving was like for us yeah and a lot of our audience is people in their 20s or graduating or college age so i feel like this can help a lot of people for real no big fact but before we get into that let's do our rose thorn and bud um rosebud and thorn i was like what why does sound weird basically (laughs) our rose is something good that happened to us during the week our thorn is something is something that you hated during the week and bud is something you're looking forward to so moms you want to go first Yes. Um, listen, y'all, life and life and there's aren't there I was sitting here thinking like what's my rose? I don't think I had a rose this week. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, I'm alive, feeling blessed. Yeah. Still breathing. But this week, man, life has been life with work mm. and just still trying to manage everything outside of work and my social life. Yeah. And just getting enough sleep at night. Like, there's just a lot happening. And I feel like this is your 20s for real. Yeah. No one really warned you for this. But this is the first time I think I haven't had a rose. It was just a very mellow week. And I saw this tweet that said, if nothing's happening in your week or, like, your day, this is, like, an episode in your story where they're focusing on, like, the background character. Have to. Have to. I said, somebody's getting their special episode this week. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's not me, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's my that's my non-existent rose. My bud is that um, my line sisters and I and my sands are all going to Houston. Oh, here. Okay, so it's looking like I got to be in the gym again, girl. I think this was a whole thing, like all last season. I was like, I'm gonna be in the gym. I'll be in the gym. Yeah, but, I mean, it still has not happened. But now there's just no way I can be in Houston and not double cheat up. Oh, now. And now, if you're, you're a long-time listener, you already know that I believe that the Nadia's already d- double-cheeked up. But she, she false. She <laughs> doesn't believe it. <laughs> it's, it's not, it's just, it, it's not the case. So, H-Town, I just imagined a b- bunch of Megans walking around. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm, I'm like, I might got a little something, but next to them? Oh, no, okay. I'm not even in the, I'm not even in the show. Horse category. I'm not even on the farm. Not gonna hold you. No. So I really need to, you know, work with what I got to make it happen. Um, but yeah, I'm just excited to be with my line sisters again. I can't wait to see them. My Sands, shout out Jayla, um, shout out and then other joy. What other schools are coming? Um, my Sands from from Oregon. Oh, okay. That's the, yeah. that's, that's a new inclusion. Yeah, so we gonna have a great time because we will keep been plotting on this and. Shout out Jayla, because she really been the one organizing it, which is great, because usually I'm the type A person on a trip, and she got the, look, Airbnb is booked, so that's why I know it's official, what? period. Okay, we just got to get them flights, but Airbnb is booked, which is oh, the, yeah. 
Yeah. Part. Um, so yeah, we'll be belligerent in Houston soon. Absolutely. Um, and my thorn, okay, so if y'all are longtime listeners, you know that earlier this year after I graduated, my graduation trip was Italy. So I went to Italy for like two weeks. And I was obsessed with these damn chocolates. Oh my gosh. This, we went to a chocolate factory, long story short, and I got all the chocolates there and I've been fiending for them. Like I wake up thinking about that stuff every day. And we have an Italy here. And I'm like, okay, I bet you if there's one place I can get them, it's going to be Italy. Because if I don't buy it from Italy, I got to pay $50 in shipping. Oh no. To ship them here. Yeah. I love them, but I don't love them that much, you know? <laughs> so I said, let me go ahead and go over to Italy and see if they got them. Mm-hmm. So I'm walking around. It's a huge, like, it's like a huge market slash store slash restaurant, right? And it has all authentic Italian food if you don't know what Italy is. Mm-hmm. So I went and asked this lady because she worked there. Shoddy had a badge on. I said, um, showed her a picture. I was like, this is kind of the kind of chocolates I'm looking for. Um, they're made in Italy. Do you know where I can find this? She stares at me for like a good five seconds, just looking at me, looks me up and down. What? And just stares at me. And I'm thinking, oh, maybe she don't speak English. You know, like this is an Italian spot. You know, yeah. I'm trying to be courteous of bilingual people. Yeah. So I'm like, maybe she don't speak English. I'm like, oh, like, is there someone else I should talk to? And she looks at me and she's like, what makes you think you should ask me that question? You got a badge on. I said, half a. Oh, I was so pissed. Cause I'm like, she, like, the way she looked at me, I could just tell it was. Yeah. It was racially motivated because she wasn't talking to nobody else like that. Yeah. And I said, well, the badge on your chest would say something, don't you think? <sighs> and she was like, oh, well, maybe you should ask customer service. And I'm like, you have a customer service section in a restaurant? Aren't you the customer service? Yeah. You're not servicing me well. So what's yeah. happening? And she looking at me. I'm looking at her. I can do this all day. <laughs> I want these dang chocolates. I want these chocolates. Be for real. Like. And she was like, no, you should probably head over to the front and ask them. Over some damn chocolates. What? I was hot. And another another thorn that I'm not going to get into is that a French lady yelled at me earlier in the week. So it was a lot of European. people, Europeans yelling at me this past week. And it really is just doing it for me. So that was my thorn. And I still didn't find the damn chocolates. Still didn't find them. They pointed me to a- another brand. I said, baby, that's not what I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. That's why it's been a week. That's why there's no rose because I'm not smelling the roses right now. Wow. Crazy. Uh, But moms, hopefully your week was better. What what did your week look like? Okay. Okay. My week just got good on Thursday. Okay. But I'll talk about that. So let's talk about the rose. So my rose was on Thursday. Like I woke up on Monday looking forward to Thursday. Mm. Basically, uh, let's start with my thorn actually. My thorn is one I had my first week two of, and that's planning week. And everybody always says, oh, it's so horrible. Oh, it's so horrible. I was working 12, 14 hour days, no naps. Mm. I only had one nap between three days and that's not like me mm. at all. I felt like the nasia. I said, oh, I, I can't do this. This is, I feel like this. And I was doing work that realistically you should have minimum two screens for on one screen. Oh, it was miserable. I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. It was so horrible. And literally, like, my man, I, everybody was cracking up. I was like, I wouldn't wish doing this on one screen on my on my worst enemy. And they just thought that was so funny. I'm like, no, I was. I'm real life suffering. So the fact that Amazon hasn't shipped my freaking stuff, so I don't even have a work from home set up. 
it's not letting me do my job appropriately and like at all. So that was very agitating. But then um, on Thursday, I had, a, I had a waffle bar and everything was good. And then, yeah, it was yesterday. Um, what is it? So back to my rose. I basically told my friends a few weeks ago, I said, look, you can't say no. We're going to go to Target, TJ Maxx, and uh, Trader Joe's and get some snacks and get matching pajamas and watch movies in my theater. And they said, ha okay. Because they know uh, they, they're my only two friends. So that's what we did. We got matching pajamas. We did TikToks together. We had like, we just was throwing stuff in the bag and all, at all the stores. I took their Target, or I took their Trader Joe's virginity. That was so fun. That was like, you want to go to Trader Joe's? Yes. I said, you walking too fast. You oh. don't. No, we need to look at everything in this aisle. Yeah, they're talking about some. Well, that's how you. I said, yeah, that's how they get you. But that's the experience. Yeah. That's, that's, side note, side note uh, Black Girls and Trader Joe's. If you've never been to Black Girls and Trader Joe's on the Instagram page and you need something to buy, that's where to go for all the good stuff. And that's, girl, I got this vanilla bean paste. Oh, I'm so excited to. I don't know what I'm making, but I knew she said she recommended it. Girl, I also got these caramels that they're like apple cider caramels. Oh, they're so good. I'm not really? a. I'm not a big sweets person, but if 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 I'm if I'm fixing for something like real sweet, that's a good go to for real. Mm, yeah, and the, the corn dogs in the air fryer. I've never had their corn dogs. Girl, the corn dogs, girl. Hey, shout out Sam if she listened because she put me on to those, and I've been fiending ever since. Also, most foods. <laughs> also, side note: I didn't. I don't know what episode it was, but um, every time I see John Legend, I just think of her. It. She I hate him every time. She hates <laughs> that man. And right, and honestly, the the when she started explaining it, I was like, I can understand that. Like he didn't do nothing wrong, but he do got an irritating face. That's how I feel about Joey King. I know. Joey King is that celebrity for me where she just pissed me off every time I see her on the screen. And you know she be in everything. Bro, when she was in New Girl, and I never thought about it, but I was like, oh, Danasia would hate this episode. It started with Ramona and Beezus. I'm not gonna hold you. <laughs> I was so pissed off of her character. Like, why is she here? And now she in the kissing booth. She did everything. Everything. She on TikTok now, too. She's verified. I saw her. So hopefully you don't see her. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we all got, like, we all just had a really fun time. Like, it was just, like, a really good 23rd before my 23rd birthday. Like, it was just really great. And it was just, like, so, like, my inner child was healed with all of us wearing matching pajamas. I don't know how. I don't know what trauma it healed, but it just, I was jumping for joy. They were like, I've never seen somebody so happy about matching pajamas, but that's your birth. It's your birthday. So we're going to go with it. This is what you like. So happy birthday. So that was great. My bud is, um, Lola has something planned for me. I don't know what it is, but also I think I'm getting a bread maker because I've been wanting to throw a peanut butter and jelly party for so long. Like I want, <laughs> I want to make all different types of breads. I want to make all different types of homemade, um, peanut butter with like a vitamix you know like a ninja yeah. type and all my a whole bunch of different types of jellies and i want everybody dressed up like i really have been wanting to throw a peanut butter and jelly party for like the past year or two so and i've been wanting a bread maker too and a juicer like the, i just want a whole bunch of kitchen appliances honestly yeah. um but yeah another bud is i'm looking i have i might be doing a weekend trip with my friends up north and it gets really pretty up north and, and during during christmas they like they Girl, the trees here is insane. But up there, they decorate this mansion like real nice with like big trees and decorations for Christmas. And I was like, "Hey, I want to go. I got a, I got an Airbnb credit." They're like, "Hey, you say the word." Huh. 
You didn't say nothing but a word, okay? I just love having my close, tight-knit, you know, friends. I have some other work, you know, acquaintances, but these are like my dogs, you know? Like, he want to go thrifting. That's cool. That will be dead. Oh, when yeah. I went thing today, girl, I got so much stuff. I gave Denasia a little try. She gave me a try-on haul. Because Denasia does, like, Denasia is one of the cleanest people, other than Peyton, that I know. Like, That's and I'm and Peyton locked in for real because me and Peyton just, I, I can't do nasty. I just can't do it. And I like anything that's that feels like it's gonna be germy. I'm like, nah, yeah, then like Denasia does not do that. And I was like, Denasia, I would try these clothes on because I honestly don't care, but I know that it would make you squirm if I tried these on. So I just like put them to my chest because I was like, before she even got them out the bag, I said, wait a minute, did you wash them yet? <laughs> <laughs> I said, no, I, I for me, like. Just, just hold a butt for me, baby. <laughs> yeah, so, but I got a really good, like, some really nice winter jackets because it's freaking cold here. But it's also bipolar because it literally was, like, felt like 80 degrees today. But, like, it was, like, oh. super cold yesterday. Yeah, it's 70s in New York in November. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone was freaking out, like, oh, my God, this is horrible. Meanwhile, I'm chilling. I'm like, hey, the weather feels nice. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I wore a crop top today. I felt real good. <laughs> I'm wearing crop tops and flannels, baby. I'm chilling. This is right up my alley, okay? But, uh, yeah, it, it's not good for global warming, though, so I take that back. No, facts. But I'm going I'm to I'm tell Greta she need to do so. <laughs> that little girl that be standing up and, and speaking? That lady? Yeah, Greta. Or Greta. I don't yeah. know. Y'all know what we're talking about. You know the kids the future. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Okay, so this episode, we're going to be talking about moving across the country um, and, like, basically a little bit of background if you're new here. And if you're not, you, you really don't know the behind the scenes. And let's yeah. just we're gonna go ahead and get into it. So we're going to start on a brief a brief background on why we moved. And we can also talk about when we moved, too. Yeah, yeah. You want to start off? Yeah, yeah, I can. Um, so I moved to North Carolina because of my job. It was between because I work in supply chain and those the hubs of supply chain are in San Jose, California, Austin, Texas, or um, Raleigh, North Carolina. I had one friend in North Carolina and I said, well, I have one friend in North Carolina, zero in the other places. California was a no go. I don't care how much I was getting paid. I was not living there. That's just no. I, I visited. Cool, cool, cool. I'm not living there. Um, and Texas, I don't know, like what's in Austin. So I ended up just choosing RTP basically because I had one friend. And I, I've always wanted to try to be a West Coast, East Coast girly because I've always been a West Coast girly. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, I just didn't want to stay in the state I grew, grew up in. I wanted a fresh start. I wanted to be in a situation where I could grow. Where like, granted, I it was going to suck not seeing my friends all the time and having to restart my life realistically. But I wanted my movie moment, you know? because. Yeah. Initially, I want I was going to have that in D.C. with my first internship, but COVID scratched that all the way up. OK, so I, this, I feel like this is my first time where I could have my movie moment. You know, like this is this is a movie. My life is a movie vibe. Um, and granted, long distance is hard. So that sucked and still does. But realistically, this is the only time I have to live by myself and live life as a single person. You know, like I have. I'm the only person in my house. This is the only, this is my space, you know? And I had that in AZ because as you guys may or may not know, I bought my house, I think back in 2021. That sounds right. Um, 
but I can still see my sisters and my friends at least once a week. So this was really putting myself in a, in a situation where my back was against the wall and I had to restart my whole life. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's kind of a background of um, how I moved. And I moved uh, June 21st. What about you, moms? Um, so my, my story is very similar. I also moved because of my job. <clears throat> um, looking back, so I work for L'Oreal and they have a New York City headquarters, which I did my internship and that was also supposed to be in person, but COVID canceled it. So I did my internship completely virtually. Yeah. You know, when I got the full-time offer, it was for the New York office, right? And they had just opened up an LA headquarters. And in my head, I was like, I'd rather be in LA because it's closer to home. Like Mm -hmm. I love LA. Every time I visit there, I just feel like at peace. And the office would have been right next to the beach. Oh, wow. I would have been like, having my lunches on the beach type vibe, you know? So I was just more used to that lifestyle. But then part of me was like, no, like New York is New York. You're in the city, like gossip girl type vibes, you know, like just the dream that I've always had of living in New York and having like a little high rise apartment and the lights, the action, all that. Yeah. I was kind of torn, but L'Oreal basically made the decision for me and placed me in the New York office. Mm -hmm. And they told me actually that um, they weren't doing my role in L.A., Okay. And I found it on my first day that another guy got placed in the LA office. And I was like, huh, hmm. interesting. Gotcha. Because I thought, mm. he said, okay. but that's besides the point. Yeah. Um, basically, they, they made the right decision, I think, because I feel like I'm at the hub of everything, um, being that it is our main headquarters. So I feel like it worked out for the better. But um, I moved here and I didn't want to stay in Vegas because I felt like I was stagnant. Yeah. Like, I'm used to moving around every four years. I moved every four years yeah. back when I was younger. So I am I love change. Like, going to a new city and moving somewhere new. Granted, it was always my family, so this is the first time I did it by myself. But, yeah. like, I love exploring new places because I'm like, life is too short to just stay in one place forever, right? That's mm-hmm. my mentality. Um, So I just feel like I was just too comfortable because I had been in Vegas for high school. And then I stayed for college. I stayed in-state. So I didn't really get the out-of-state college experience and, like, the dorm life, all that. So I feel like part of me was kind of looking for that and that element of just living by yourself and having your own space. Um, And I knew up front I didn't want no roommate uh, because I just want to experience, like, just having my own place for real. Like, I'm paying bills here. This is me. This is my house. And part of me wants to get an argument with a man and tell him, get out of my house. (laughs) You're insane. That's an insane moving factor. No, literally, it's the movie factor. Like, I'm just having all these scenarios in my head. Like, this is my house, you know? Get out. Um, And also, like, I think part of me was just like, why not? Because in my head, my family is always going to be back in Vegas. Yeah. Like, if I hate it here, genuinely, if I hate it, I can always move back home. Mm -hmm. But I think if I didn't go, I would always regret it. And I'd always kind of wonder, like, what if? And Mm -hmm. I hate feeling like, what if? You know, I'd rather just try it. And if I regret it, okay, at least you did it. At least you tried. At least you tried, right? Yeah. So for now, this is where I'm at. And I honestly plan to stay on the East Coast because I'm also doing grad school at UPenn after this. Um, so I'll be in Pennsylvania after this too. So yeah, that's my life. Um, but yeah, let's let's talk about the reasons why the reasons why you felt like you would have been held back and how you overcame them. Um, I've just felt like if I stayed in Arizona. I would have just got a little bit too stagnant and comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 
Granted, I've moved every year of my life similar to the nature, but it was in Arizona. I've never lived outside of the state. I lived in, I think, Ohio for like a year or two, but that was back in like kindergarten. So that only really counts. I don't remember that. Other than like one snow snow day. And I was just like, I got to move. It, it, honestly, I, I had another offer and they I could stay in Arizona, but it was $10,000 less. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, if I move to the East Coast, they have their... Um, what is it? Their minimum wage is cheaper. Everything is cheaper, honestly, over here. I'm going to get more bang for my buck and I'll have my my movie moment. Granted, another thing that was kind of holding me back was um, long distance. Long distance honestly really sucks because honestly, I wanted to move wherever Lola went and that, and that $10,000 $10, less job would have allowed me to move wherever I wanted to. Mm. So it was like, it was hard because we had this uh, multiple conversations. It was like, if I choose this job, I don't really like, it's pretty stagnant. I haven't liked it for a while because I've been in the company for a while. Um, but I get to live with you. I feel like I'm always going to resent you because you're making money at like good money at the company where you wanted doing the job that you always wanted. And I had to, just what is it compromise and take a pay cut and a job cut because I don't really I I just knew I had interned at Cisco previously so I knew what the culture was and the culture at the company that was making ten thousand dollars less wasn't it was very old and stagnant so you know what it's going to suck being long distance but I'd rather be long distance and be happy than be with you and possibly resent you because you're making more money at a fun company and I'm still at this boo-boo company um stuck with old people you know yeah. it's and, like he got his dream job and you didn't and I didn't and I and I and I know myself and he knows me and I can become resentful at times and so we we're just like I think our best bet is just to be long distance and then hope for the best base and do that and mm-hmm. realistically I wanted an east coast moment like I said um, other than them, other than him, though, I was excited because I'd be closer to half of the Cheetah Girls, which is Danasia and Kelly. Um, if, if you know, you know. I mean, if you've been here for a while, you already know it's paying me and Danasia and Kelly. Um, but yeah, I was really looking forward to a fresh start and being that cousin slash friend that like visited for the holidays, kind of like a Hallmark movie. Like, oh my gosh, Faith's coming into town. She's only going to be here for like five days. We need to meet with her. Da, 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 da. You know, like I wanted... I didn't realize that's what I wanted, but now that I'm here, they're like, oh my gosh, when you're coming to Arizona. And I'm like, dang, y'all looking forward to my arrival. <laughs> yeah. character syndrome for real. Like they really fitting into that. So um, yeah, and my sister reminded me, she was like, Faith, like nobody's really doing it like you do. And I'm like, girl, what are you talking about? Like, cause I don't really feel like I give myself enough credit. Cause I mean, like mm-hmm. that's what I gotta do is what I gotta do. She's yeah. like, Faith, like, you're about to be 23. You're in a three-year relationship. You have a, you have a house that you're renting out and across the country for a job. That Period. means good money. I said, "Dang, you got me there." When you say it like that, <laughs> like that, uh, you are really hopping in my main character energy. So that's that's kind of like a a bit more background and kind of like the reasons that were holding me back and why how I broke through those. And also not seeing my little brother. My little brother's going through puberty. Like I'm missing so many little portions of his life. I really do hate it, but you know, I gotta put me first. Yeah. yeah. What exactly. about you? Um, for me, it was very similar. Like I just felt like I well, I think mine actually stemmed more from like the people I was close to because 
I wasn't afraid of moving. I wasn't afraid of, I knew that New York would be a lot. Like it's a very scary city to be in by yourself. Yeah. Um, especially being a young black woman by yourself. Like it's very scary, Mm -hmm. but I think I was more afraid of like the relationships I had and my family and my friends and like those relationships eroding because we're no longer close to each other. Mm -hmm. Like I can't just pick up and go drive and go see my friends, you know, or like they're not right there to where it's easy to get in contact with them. Like I'm already a very like, I'm not gonna say a closed off person, but I feel like it does take me a minute to to warm up to friendships. So when I do, I'm very I'm locked in. Like I'm I'm a very loyal friend, mm-hmm. and I just didn't want to see something change in all of my friendships or my relationships and my family because I can't see them anymore. Yeah. So I was I was like I don't want to have to start over friend groups either. Like I I have my people here. Like it was just a lot happening in my head about like what the state of my social circle would look like if I left. Right. And I think I just had to realize that, like, those friendships are strong no matter where I'm at. Yeah, that's really what it is. And like, there has not been not one falling out because I moved across the country. Like, if anything, I feel like all my friendships got stronger because I had to really, like, we had to make time for each other. You have to be intentional about reaching out and intentional about calling and intentional about planning to see and making trips to go see each other and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like, it really just showed me that the love is there no matter where I'm at, which is really important. And I, I think I needed to see that because it just verified and validified all of my relationships I have in my life. So I felt that- like I was going into the city, New York, with like a good support system back home. Yeah, that, but that that's not the case all the time. I'm not going to hold you. So there, You will have some people that are honestly just close proximity friends. And when you leave, they don't, they don't make time. Yeah. They don't make time. You get busy. And then it's kind of like, well, you know? Yeah. Your close proximity friends or because you guys have things in common, because y'all live so close, may not make it through. May not make it with you to where you're going. Yeah. 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 And I think also part of the reason why why I was being held back, um, but I guess this is more of a way I got over it, was that I was just... Like, there's no way I didn't told all these people I'm moving to New York and now I'm going to move back home within, like, three months. No, baby. Oh, no. We are sticking this out. Like, yeah. the, the embarrassment of, like, moving back home <laughs> has gotten me through some rough days. I'm not going to hold you. I'm like, no, Denasia. You, you spent so much time, money, and energy getting out here. You're not leaving. No. You need to tough this out. You need to smell, sniff the flowers, smell the roses. Something. Take a break. Take a nap. Do something. Because you're not leaving. You need to figure this out. And I promised myself I would stay here for at least at least two years. Because I'm like, if you move to a new place, I'm not going to hold you. Those first six months are you just getting adjusted. Yeah. The first year is you like, okay, I actually kind of know my way around. I don't think it's until like year two that you really live somewhere. And you can claim it as like, okay, I live here. This is my city. city. Yeah. So I was like, I, it would be unfair to me and honestly unfair to everything I've sacrificed to even be here. Mm-hmm. Just throw it away just because it wasn't easy in the first six months. Yeah. You know? So I was like, no, there's no way we giving up on this. Uh-uh. We're going to have to stick this through. And it's it's worked out so far because had I given up within the, like the first month, I easily could have. Yeah. Y'all listen, there was a lot of trials and tribulations that I could have wow. easily just went home. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it really is making me a stronger person for real. Like I, my resilience level has gone up a lot throughout mm-hmm. the move. Um, and I would say even if you, I'm not, I was also not shaming anyone that does 
feel like this isn't for me and goes back home. I think you know in your heart if it's for you. Mm -hmm. I think you know in your heart if this is just somewhere you're not supposed to be or you're just going through a hard time, but you'll get over it. Yeah. So that's that. But um, let's move on to advice. So like, what is a good piece of advice you have for someone who's looking to move to a new state or move away from home? Do you want to, do you want a popcorn? Yeah, let's go ahead. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, a lot to say. <laughs> okay. So for one, FaceTime is going to become your BFF, especially if, and scheduling, because mm. depending on the, the year, time of the year, it's going to be two or three hours um, versus East Coast versus West Coast. And it's like, oh, okay, well, I get off work on this time, but I'm going to get tired. So what about Sunday? Okay, well, that doesn't work. It's literally so much scheduling and pushing out. And uh, the your friends that really want to make it, your your friendship happen will. Like literally one of my my sister's besties is like my one of my little, like my little sister as, as well. And she's like, hey, girl, like we need a friend catch up call. And I'm like, Thank you so much because I do have a reminder in my Google Calendar. Like th- these are people you have to talk to at least once a month. Mm. But sometimes I don't get to them and I just completely forget. It's not that like it's not like oh I'm not going to call her. It's literally I forget because my memories. So at the end of the day, Facetime is going to be your BFF um, in schedule. So what about you, moms? Um, for me, I would say don't go into the attitude of like it's not going to work up front. Mm-hmm. I think it's very easy, especially if you're a very pessimistic person or you just like to look at things like as if this is how it's supposed to happen this is real life if you're a very like straightforward person I think it's very easy to have the wrong attitude going into a new city and a new move and kind of finding the wrong and everything and I would just say you have to really work on having the right attitude because if you want to find the negative in everything you will there's going to be something negative yeah there's always something negative but Mm -hmm. you really have to work on not trying to point out the bad all the time mm-hmm. um, and have an open mind and don't be afraid to put yourself out there and in uncomfortable situations. Yeah. Um, I think that's probably the only reason I've made it this far. I'm not going to hold you because I'm mm-hmm. a very outgoing and spontaneous person. And I think that shows. And the Uber driver I had the other day, I got in the car and I said, good morning. Cause I just don't like getting in people's cars and not saying nothing. That's yeah. just like, has some coof. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Oh, hi, good morning. And he was like, wow. Like you just saying that, like you honestly just made my morning because most people get in here and don't even say hi. Like you, you, I can tell you have a very bright energy. Wow. I was like, off a good morning. That's crazy. (laughs) But no, like we kept on talking. He was like, yeah, um, don't let this city kill you. And you're like, your, your brightness, because it's very easy to get bogged down. Like you need to keep that attitude because people like, if you allow it to drain you, it will. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was like, wow. Like, that really just was, like, an affirmation, for real. I was like, you know what, Paul? He was right. Like, his name wasn't even Paul. I'm just making yeah, it up. Mm-hmm. I think I was thinking of Paul subliminally me in my head, because he's yes. one of the most annoying people I've ever met. That part. Um, but, yeah, so shout out to Uber Driver. But um, I think having an open mind will really go far. And especially on making friends, it's going to be uncomfy. Yep. Unless you find someone that's also in your situation, a lot of friend groups are already established and you're kind of playing that weird role of like, uh, I'm the new person in this friend group. I don't know the dynamics yet. Mm-hmm. I want to invite myself to stuff, but also I want to go, you know, like it's just a very weird kind of teeter totter. But um, having an open mind did help because that's how I met a lot of the friends I've made so far. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my friends, Mia, had like messaged me on GroupMe because we were in a GroupMe chat together for L'Oreal. And she was like, hey, girl, um, there's an HBCU classic this weekend. Um, I don't know if you want to go. I know we don't know each other. We never met. But if you want to go, I'm going. 
Wow. And when I read it, I was like, actually, I would want to go. I've never been to an HBCU before. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> PWI grad. But I okay. was like, no, like, that'll be a fun opportunity to meet people. Like, it'll be a kind of uncomfortable because I don't even know who I'm meeting. But, you know, let's just put ourselves out there. Yeah. And that has literally, that's how I met a good chunk of the friends that I have now. Yep. And it yep. helps so much. So even if it's uncomfortable, I would just say go for it. And the worst thing that can happen is that you hate it and you go home and you take a nap and you start over tomorrow. Start. Yeah. To, to the nature's point, um, this is your movie moment. We're in your 20s. We're hot. Some of us are single. Some of us have are in the positions of being single. Girl, live your life. Like, say yes. Saying yes is half of the battle. Mm. Okay? Like, and for me, it was one of my closest friends here. Um, my One of my closest girlfriends. I'm honestly my closest girlfriend here. Her name is India. And I set up a one-on-one with her. And we just caught up. Turns out she's pretty type A like me. Also moving to a new city. Like moving to North Carolina. Um, fresh. There's, there's, a, there's a lot of uh, transplants. Try to find a transplant. That that, that definitely does help. Yeah, facts. It was just, oh, we have a lot in, in common. We ended up, she moved two minutes down the road from me. I'm always walking up to her house. She's always she's always driving down. We're always doing stuff. Last minute, like really yeah. say yes. Honestly, just go out on a limb. Yes. Yeah. Go out on a limb. I promise a lot of times it'll work. And half the time people are probably thinking the same thing or feel the same ways as you, yeah. but everybody's just too afraid to say it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, that's I, a and I am so excited because we do have India coming on soon as a as a guest. So you guys will be able to meet her. But yeah, like honestly just go out on a whim and especially if you're inside girly like me just just try just try you got to try a little bit harder especially in a new city mm, yes yes yeah. what about at the same time on that point of romanticizing your life that has literally gotten me through i'm a very uh what's the word maybe whimsical like i really just find the pretty and everything i'd be like oh that's so pretty you know yeah. like if you look at my instagram story it's just buildings and flowers just pretty it's pretty yeah, I love something that just looked pretty. Maybe it's the Libra. I don't know. Love things that are pretty, right? Um, so I, I'm I'm naturally always romanticizing my life. You give me some headphones, I'll play the perfect song oh, on the street. Where? Oh my god, I'll be walking down the streets of like New York, walking with a pip in my step with my headphones in, listening to whatever song it is. I feel like a main character, right? Yeah. Single black female addicted to retail. That's really me. Yeah. Um, but also at the same time, I would say don't romanticize your life so much that you get caught up. And I think this is mainly for people that are moving to like a city where there's a lot of exciting stuff happening all around. Yep. It can be very easy to lose focus of why you came here. Because mm-hmm. I think I went through a point of like being so romanticized of like, oh, I'm in New York. There's this happening today and I can go do this and that. Like there's always something happening. And yeah. it's like, no, you got work in the morning that part remember why you came here you know like don't get so caught up in all the fun stuff and the exciting parts of being in a new city that you lose track of your priorities because it's very easy to kind of get caught in that that trap mm-hmm. um so i would say romanticize at a at, at a level have limits like i romanticize ma- mainly on the weekends fridays yeah. and saturdays because i know i don't gotta do nothing on sunday that sundays are my recharge day honestly okay. and i would say dedicate a recharge day in the week for yourself that's a big one mm-hmm. um, i don't leave the house usually on sundays or if i do it's only in the mornings in the daytime and i come back home by seven mm-hmm. so i can be ready for work on monday that but part. yeah um i would just say do it with a limit yeah. Um, and to Danae's music point for me, for me, I make a monthly playlist. But when I first started, I was when I, I think my mom left and I was sobbing. And I was like, Faith, 
let's get on a treadmill and, you know, just really romanticize our life because I'm literally sobbing on the treadmill. I, I played no hands. Be like that, bro. Bro, I played no hands. Everything was solved. <sighs> Fine music. That's how you do it. Bro. Okay. Bombs. I was, I, I was like, wow, I'm really sobbing. But like, I was like, I'm in a new city. Like, I moved here. I'm living on a, a blow a bed. A blow a bed may be your best friend for a good chunk of a good chunk. until your moving stipend comes in. Did that mm-hmm. might just be a reality, and it is what it is, and it's okay. And get a mattress topper. You won't even feel the difference, baby. Oh, I swear. If you want a good mattress topper, hit me up because that was my reality for a bit, as y'all know. If y'all have listened to season two, all season two, just about I was on a mattress topper and, and a blow a bed, um, and probably was going to until the just said, "Faith, you need a bed." <laughs> She did. She was like, "I don't want to get a bed because I'm gonna. I'm not gonna be here for longer than a year." I said, "A year on the air mattress, if you don't need to be, is insane, girl." I definitely do make enough to get a bed, and I did, and I have like my nice little princess bed. But yeah, also music helps everything. Make those playlists, girl. Like, please, it really does help. Um, And if you're sad, and you will be, especially if you're close to your family, you're close to your friends, and you left them. You know, you don't get to be with them a lot, especially with that time zone difference. Oh, that dumb thing gets to my nerves. That'll find do it. A find a hobby. Me and Danaja were just talking about this. Every Monday, I look forward to Friday, but I need something to Wednesday to break up my week. Yeah. So right now, it might I'm I'm looking forward to either crocheting or getting a stripper pole and learning how to um, pole dance um, and just having some YouTube videos. I don't know. We'll see. But I need or maybe doing cycling classes. I got to find something. Yeah, no, I'm doing karate. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, when I post up with my black belt, I don't want to hear nothing from nobody. I can't. (laughs) I really cannot wait. But also, also on top of that journal, seeing where I was at when... If y'all, if y'all listen to side hustle culture, the, you, the juxtaposition between side hustle culture and what my life is right now was crazy. Because that episode, I didn't know how I was going to pay rent for my first month's rent. Um, I was trying to get babysitting jobs. I was thinking about selling feet pics. Like, it was really, it was, I was down. Hey, hey. I was down. I was on TikTok, like, how to be an accountant. <laughs> <laughs> So it's never got it's never gotten accountant level. Not bad, but it was you know it's giving like how am I gonna make this happen? How am I gonna make this happen? But um yeah, uh, in comparison to June when I moved in to right now, it's a great appreciation to see where exactly you come from. And if you're religious, find finding like a nice devotional journal. Oh, it's been it was great because a lot of the times the devotions line up to where you are in life. I don't know how, but they're every time every time we do it. Oh, it was it was so cool because I was really nervous about submitting my final work on Wednesday and my devotional was a devotional about success. And I was like, God, that's a sign. That's Mom, a sign. it was like it was so great. Honestly, like journaling, just just 15 minutes in your morning, playing a few Christian songs or whatever calm songs you want and just having that time with yourself. Like it really is just it's only you. Nobody's going to see you at the end of the day. And it sets your mindset up for the rest of the day. Yeah. You, I realize mornings are so important, especially now that like I'm not relying on like my family being there in the morning. Like it's just me now. Mm-hmm. 
having a solid morning routine where you can ground yourself before the day starts is 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 literally so important. Like I've actually started eating breakfast, which if you know that's crazy because I don't I usually didn't eat breakfast. I'm not a breakfast girl. Like I would I would eat breakfast at like 12 p.m. 4 p.m. Like I will eat breakfast for 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 leisure, not for like I need it because it's energy. Mm -hmm. Um, so I've started eating breakfast. I started having a gratitude journal, like really trying to make sure that I ground my, my thoughts in the morning. Mm -hmm. I usually would just wake up and just go. And like my, my day would be nonstop from the time I wake up to when I come back home at like eight 30, you know, which is too much. And and for me, mine, I love listening to like news podcasts. So I put a news podcast on, I brush my teeth, I wash my face. I, um, I've been doing like daily vlogs. So I'll like, I'll do daily vlogs and then I'll eat my breakfast. I'll get my little chlorophyll water, my little carbonated soda, and I'll head over to my conference center. Like just, you know, I know it takes me about 30 to 45 to have a leisurely morning and, you know, just to have a good and fresh thing. But Denasia, please bring up the biggest tip. <sighs> Girl. Um, so on the topic of feet picks, baby, save up your money. <laughs> <sighs> my god i cannot like i cannot stress this enough especially if you're moving <laughs> wow <laughs> crazy intro crazy. Especially, especially if you're moving to an expensive city oh my gosh please i don't want to throw well i'll give i'll give like an estimate of a figures um i would say have about 10 15 bands saved up for me i would say um if you're moving to north carolina uh, I feel like my situation is a bit different. I'm not going to hold you. Um, but I would say any any city, I would say a, a solid 8K minimum. Yeah, minimum starting. Um, have enough to where you are not – stress is that most of the stress from moving comes from money. Unless you got it like that. Yeah. 99% of the stress I felt when I was moving was due to money and mm-hmm. due to the fact that you know, you're, you, you haven't started your new job yet. You don't got a paycheck coming in. You don't got consistent income yep. unless you do somehow then great for you. But if you don't, if you're moving to a new city for a job or for school or whatever, you yeah. don't have consistent income coming in and Instacarting every day, it can only do so much, you know, yeah. like you're really fiending for some, for some cash. I would say do not move until you are in a, a, a fiscally responsible position to do so. Because yep. it will make your life a living hell when you get to your new city, if you don't. Yeah. So, Mom, um, could you could you say some of the things that were the priciest when moving? Oh, God. Um, shipping my boxes. <laughs> oh. Shipping my boxes. Yeah. Um, it's, I was looking at about 700. Yeah. About, yeah. About, about every two boxes. Every two boxes. 700? Whoa. Okay. That, I think mine was like 150 a box. I, I actually asked my dad to ship. My boxes, and that's a whole nother story. If I, you, it's season two, you know what that is. But that that was my graduation present. Him sending my boxes because it was that expensive. It's very, very expensive, I and mean, also depends on the location. That's so sending boxes from Las Vegas to uh, the New York tri-state area was not exactly cheap. Um, so I would say the, sending the boxes was the was the heftiest, um, and putting putting down deposits on for apartments. Yep. Depending on where you are, if it's a very high competitive area and there's a lot of people looking at apartments just at the same time as you, me personally, I moved over here during September, which was the most expensive and hectic time of the year. You need to have a guarantor so that Mm -hmm. way it makes your apartment hunting process much easier. 
I had a real estate agent, which is insane, but it was the only way I could find something. And if you go on sites, like if you're moving to New York specifically, Street Easy is going to be your best friend. Have notifications on. Um, get a guarantor, especially if you're a new grad and you don't have, you just don't have any history yet. Like you don't have history of owning a house or probably renting out an apartment like that. If you do, that's great. But if you don't, you need someone to basically vouch for you. And that's what a guarantor is. Someone that can vouch for you on your behalf. You mm-hmm. need to get a guarantor. Um, you're going to have to pay a broker's fee, which can sometimes be just as much as the first month's rent. Whoa. So on top of that, you're looking at first month's rent, money to turn on the utilities, mm-hmm. guarantor's fee, which is about, it could be about $1,500, $2,000. Wow. And then a security deposit if, if they have that. And then broker's fee. I don't know if I mentioned that one already. Mm-hmm. But altogether, that's a lot of fees before you even get in there. Yeah. So you need to have a good chunk of change set up, especially if you don't have a roommate. You need, I would say roughly like 8K set up just to even get through the door because it's you're it's going to sneak up on you and a lot of things they don't even say this until you get to the application and when you are about to apply have at least a hundred dollars set aside because they're going to charge you to run a credit report and to submit your application yeah okay now for me for north carolina it was a bit different um we we're kind of spilling into what we're going to talk about next but that's okay we can pick and choose um but for me uh what is it i moved to north carolina Obviously, money was really, really tight. I moved out of my house. I lived with my best friend for a month. All moving out was just hectic. Getting it ready for the renters was hectic. With my property manager, he was asking for so much money. Um, but that's neither here nor there. And basically, when I moved, it was either you fly out, pay like four dollars for a summer ticket across the country to go look at apartments, or just look at apartments online and hope for the best. And I didn't have money. I literally did not have enough to go look at apartments. So y'all, I was living on a prayer. I I talked about this in season two. I basically, I think I got really, really blessed because my apartment is amazing. I haven't, it has a really high review on Google, Google reviews, like have different people look at the places you're looking at. If you literally, for the love of God, cannot go look at an apartment, be like, yeah. Hey, what do you think about this apartment? The people with and you trust their opinions. Like my boyfriend, he he looked at, I sent him a few. He was like, not that one, not that one, not that one. Because he'll go, he'll go deep diving. Okay. Research. Trying to find reviews. Research real, real good. But yeah, um, um, security deposits, uh, first month's rent. And then you, I need y'all to think about actually being in the apartment. Mm. Because if you got a birthday or holidays coming up, Ask for trash cans, ask for trash bags, ask for hangers. Hangers are expensive. Ask for Walmart and Fry's um, gift cards. Ask for Amazon gift cards. Yes. Like, ru- ru- I mean, I'm trying to think of like necessities. Ask ask for them to pitch in for your bed. Ask for, I still don't have a couch. Probably never going to get one at this point. Um, what else? Ask ask for mace. Ask for maybe a little handgun. Do do. I wish I would have done gun. I mean, I feel really safe, honestly, in my community, but I wish I would have done gun um, lessons to have, mm, have yeah. a license. Have a range. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Think of all, look into in your house that you're currently in and think of all the things that you use it a day so that every, you can buy it. And by the time you get there, you got everything. You just got to put everything up. Oh, and appliances. Uh-huh. You, oh, my gosh. I can't tell you how long I was like, damn, I never realized how much I use my toaster. If you are an air fryer girl, 
yeah. save up for that and be and yeah. try to get that early because it'll make cooking a lot easier. Um, make sure the apartment that you're in has a microwave that works. So it'll just save you a lot of money to having to buy a microwave. Yeah. Make sure that your your refrigerator and your freezer are big enough to have leftovers and stuff in it because mine is really small and it's only enough to where I can make one meal at a time. Yeah. So really just look at, look at, look at where you're at currently and what you're comfortable with and see if you can replicate that in your apartment and Mm -hmm. to face point about moving in um, and not seeing the apartment. uh, I would just say, I I think, I feel like North Carolina was just a much safer bet with moving in and not seeing it because in New York, they will scam you. Do not like, if you haven't seen it. I'm not gonna hold you. If I if I took that chance, I would have been in a very 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 bad situation. They will lie. They will scam. They will lie to your face while you're viewing it. <laughs> Do not take that risk if you're going to a city where, like, I would say probably like San Fran. No, even San Fran. I don't think they would have that issue. I think it's just New York. I think it's just. I think just the the, the apartment hunting process in New York is very trifling. Um, so yeah, I would say really take the time to view your apartments. What I did personally is I got an Airbnb for a month. I see. And I was like, the amount, and you might be like, okay, that's expensive. The amount that I was paying for the Airbnb was going to be the same amount as my rent in an yeah. apartment mm-hmm. without utilities. So I was like, you know what? Technically I'm saving money and I'm going to have to pay this money anyway to live here. So I yeah. might as well do an Airbnb. And I spent that whole month physically viewing apartments. And that was my best decision I've ever made. Like, shout out to Denasia six months ago thinking that. Yeah, that was really good, especially in New York. I feel like New York and California, you should do those things. Yeah, you should definitely do that. And and take time to actually see the neighborhood you're going to be living in. What mm-hmm. I did personally, um, now granted this was when my dad was with me in New York, so it was a little bit easier because I wouldn't have done this by myself. I went to the areas I wanted to live in at night. Yeah. And, the buildings. and I was like, huh, what I like walking around here at night, because I know I'm going to be getting home late some days. I I, it's not like I'm ever, I'm always going to be home before 5 p.m. and it's in sunset. It's like, would I be comfortable walking here at night? And a lot of them places turned out to be a no. But mm-hmm. had I not done that, I would have moving into like an unsafe neighborhood, essentially. Yeah. Um, so that really helped a lot. And also, if you're going to New York or you're going to, I think the same kind of applies to dc too um look at the transit lines near your apartment yeah and see how far that walk is to go Mm -hmm. to the nearest bus or train station because if that's a 20 minute walk i'm telling you right now when i cold hit you in the winter time it's not gonna be cute oh at all it's not gonna be cute and ubers are very expensive here i have not paid for an uber under like 40 dollars whoa are very uh, very expensive. Um, so if you're if you're you're trying to bring a car to, also look at the parking requirements wherever you're going because I know parking here they'll charge you fifty dollars a day. So Whoa. it's sometimes better just not have a car. And if you are moving to a city where they have good transit, sell your car. Mm-hmm. That helped me out a lot. I sold my car and mm-hmm. it helped so much. Well, it get it, it did. I did get an accident, but the insurance company paid me off. Yeah. So, I mean, sell your car if you're going to New York because you're not going to need it in the city anyway. And I promise you paying $50 for parking each day is, is not going to be fun unless you just got it like that. You got it like but that. So yeah. I would recommend. <laughs> but let's get into some of our final tips. Uh, moms, do you want to start that one? Yes. Um. So I kind of already covered a lot of this, but my main thing is that on the social side, I think a lot of people are scared of moving to a new city because they don't want to kind of go through the process of making new friends and having to start over. Yeah. I would say 
if you're especially if you're moving for a job, try to network with the black people at your job, preferably the young ones your age. Right. That's probably how you'll find your friends and yep. meet new friends and meet their friends. Cause that's, that's what right. I did and, and it helped. Like that was really how I found my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're looking to find like events and parties and stuff, um, I downloaded the Dice app. It's literally like D-I-C-E Dice. And they have a lot of events on there, especially if you're in a bigger city. That's probably how you're going to find people with similar interests to you. Because yeah. that's also how I've been meeting people. It's like I go to these events or I go to like a comedy club. That Actually, that's on my list to go to a comedy club. Comedy but club. I went to a specific club and that's how I met certain people. I and see. we stayed in contact. And every event you go to, get those people's Instagrams. Stay in contact. Stay high and compliment them. Literally just say hi. Hey, girl, I love your outfit. That's literally how a lot of friendships start, okay? It's it's really simple. Um, It's not simple, but it's simple to start. <laughs> and, yeah, I think that'll really help. Um, And a lot of those people are probably in the same boat as you. Like, um, if you guys listened back to a couple episodes ago, I went to this Vogue event. And I was talking about how I saw all these, like, Black creatives. Long story short, they all wanted to coordinate. And now we're all going out to dinner next week. Like, oh, literally like we're all the same age we're all kind of some of them are transplants some of them are born and raised here like mm-hmm. either way everyone wants to just make friends most people just want friendships they yeah just want to be around people mm-hmm. so like take advantage of that and you want to too so you know it doesn't hurt yeah um, yeah yeah that's those are my main tips honestly i can go into further depth if you dm me personally on the new york apartment scene because i learned a lot mm-hmm. and, um it was not easy, but I think now that I know how to do it, I can definitely help somebody else. So let me know if anyone's going to that area. Even New Jersey, they're very similar. And I also feel like maybe like vice versa if they're coming to Vegas. Like they're like, oh, if the, is this like neighborhood good? Like, oh, Yeah, yeah. Let me know. Let me know. There's actually a girl I met at work whose aunt is trying to move to Vegas. And she was asking me about like Summerlin. I'm like, oh, girl, okay. Wow, no. Like I know that place. <laughs> and same and same goes for me for Arizona. For North Carolina, I could maybe do like the basics, but for Arizona, like I could definitely help you. So North yeah. North Carolina, New Jersey, New York, Arizona, and Vegas. If you move into those places, let we us know. You. We yeah. got you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but let's do some calls from the request line. Basically, some I forgot who DM'd us, but they were basically saying, Hey, loved your podcast on uh corporate America, but could you guys go deeper into this? And so they wanted us to go deeper into how to navigate happy hour and small talk. So we're gonna kind of dive into that. Um, so moms, I'll let you go and yeah. I'll just just comment because I didn't I, do Yeah, I love this. Um I, I like to call myself a pretty good happy hour girl. Okay. I can really navigate a happy hour very well. I think it's because I'm just a very, I'm a social person. And if I'm mentally prepared, because I do say that, but I'm also an introvert. I know how to socialize, but I'm also an introvert. So it'll take a lot out of me. So I would say yeah. going into this, figure out if you're mentally prepared to be dealing with happy hours, because it will be very socially draining. Yes. But my number one thing is do not get drunk. <laughs> Under any circumstances, do not get drunk. You will be the talk of the town. Depending on how you get drunk. Because I got drunk my first time. I listened to Danae's things. The sangria was just sangria and way too good. And initially, I only got a seltzer, like a little seltzer water. But I got three sangrias. And I was holding it real good. But once I broke that seal, I I, I caught that lift real fast. Because I knew that drunk was going. It's really knowing your limits. That's not saying you can't get tipsy. 
Yeah. I mean, if you're drinking liquor, you're drinking liquor. I but think I, it was tipsy. I think that's what it was, honestly. Yeah, but just don't be belligerent is what I'm saying. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, don't, yeah, just don't be belligerent. Don't be belligerent. Don't be yelling. Don't be the one dancing. Don't, you know, not too much. Keep it cute. Keep it cute. Not too much, right? Yeah. Um, That's just off that. Um, Always make sure that when you're networking and you're talking to people, the hardest part is just going up to them first and foremost. Yep. And talking. Because guess what? Especially if you're new to the company, don't nobody know your name yet. Mm-hmm. Your goal going into that happy hour is that these people know your face and your name. Yep. So make sure that person, whoever you're talking to and you're walking up to, knows at least a fun fact or something about you outside of just your job and your name. They mm-hmm. should be able to think of, oh, Faith, yeah, she likes to do this. She talked to me about this. Or she went to that restaurant. Like mm-hmm. something fun that you can bring up later if you see them around the, the office or something. Listen. I will also say, I don't know which coworker told me this, but they basically said, look at that. If you have a directory or just know people's titles, be like, oh, you work with them. And they'll be like, oh, yes. of me. Do your research. Look that up. If you know what position they have and who you work, who they work with. Yes. Do your research on who you're going to be talking to. Especially yeah. you kind of, I mean, if granted, if it's just one big happy hour and you don't know who's going to be there, that's different. But if you do know who's going to be there, do your research, you know, look at their little, they little profile pic. Now you can be like, oh, hey, you're so-and-so. Yeah, I'm working on so-and-so team. And if you're new, you have the best intro. Yeah. Hi, I just moved here. Literally every happy hour, I was like, my name's Nisha. I just moved here from Vegas. If anyone needs tips on going to Vegas, I can give you tips on it. Yeah. Perfect. Find whatever you can to make your kind of intro statement. Mm-hmm. That way it's unique. It stands out. People actually did take me up on that offer and ask me about Vegas. Wow. Um, and I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, I'll give you that. Um, just make sure that these people walk away feeling like you at least built a connection. And mm-hmm. the best connections are also ones where you get to know them as a person. Absolutely. Don't go off bat asking them for like um, a, a recommendation or a, asking for a favor. Okay. It's going to be like... Like you just came up to me talking to me to ask me for a favor. Like you, like this is a happy hour. We're not talking about work. Yeah. I just feel like it might come off as you not being genuine. If you come up asking for a favor off that and you just met them and just shook their hands. And I will say at the end of the day, these people are just people. And if you work at a good company, they want to talk to you just as much as you want to talk to them. Because like I literally went up, it it was just such a very inviting environment. Like to my director, to my leader, they were like, Oh, Hey, like, you're a new hire. I haven't seen you. And then just chop it up. And one yeah. thing, do not overshare. Put on a brave face and do not overshare. And they do not need to know everything. Okay? Mm. You you have an oversharing problem, which I do. Is I have that. We've talked about that on how to be a private girly. I think it's season two. That y'all, that's the y'all love that episode. Yeah, y'all eat that up. Eat that. That's okay? a favorite. Yeah, that's a fan favorite. Um, but they don't need to know everything. If you if you are overshare. Okay. And you need just like a go to talk about pets. If you don't got to talk about, hey, do you know any? Do you have a dog? Okay. What dog? I'm thinking about getting a dog. Maybe you're not even thinking about getting a dog. Okay. But talk about pets if you don't know what to say or the weather. Oh, they love talking about the weather. Or where to eat. Baby, first of all, I already love to eat. So I was asking out of my own genuine curiosity. But my first question is, I'm, I'm really, I love Thai food. Do you have any recs on good Thai food places? Oh, yes. And a lot of these people are very well-versed on where to eat, baby. They know where to eat. So ask for recommendations. I have a running list of places I'm going to go and try and eat. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. Also, like traveling. Do you like to travel? What's your favorite place you travel to? I want to get out more. Um, yeah. What's your favorite country you visited, like pre-COVID? You know, like where did you go? People love talking about their kids, their pets, they places kids. they've been. Yeah. Okay. So that's a very good starting point if you don't know what else to say. Mm-hmm. Um, also, just making a comment about the, about whatever environment you're in. Just be like, you know, these 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 chicken salads are very good today. Please. <laughs> get y'all one of these. perfect transition yeah um but yeah no heavy on the be careful what you share also you know if they ask how's your day don't tell them oh girl you know um my man just pissed me off this morning he did this he they don't really want to know how your day truly was girl just keep it cute mm-hmm. keep it cute keep it minimal but just enough to where you can start building that connection um and make sure that you leave getting their in uh, not instagrams their linkedins and their phone numbers if they have them yep or I even why he had his, his he had a QR code that he passed out. Whoa, LinkedIn. I said, no, that's creative, sir. I love. I like so that. Dance like him, do that. Um, but just make sure that you have a way of keeping in contact with the people you're meeting. Or they'll say, "Oh my gosh, I'd love to." Or you could just be like, "I'd love to set up a one-on-one." And they'll be like, "Yeah, just ping me." Yes, yes. They'll be like, "Oh, uh, yeah, just set up my my calendar's up to date. Just send me an invite." Yep, and do it, and do it. Make sure you do it. Follow up. Make sure that it'll show a lot of initiative if you actually follow up and you set up that one-on-one. It doesn't have to be an hour-long discussion. It can be 20 minutes where you just catch up with them. And when you're done with the one-on-one, okay, cool. Yeah, let's let's make this a a routine. Like, you know, every couple months we can just catch up. Yep. And that's how you start building connections at work. Um, But yeah, it's it's don't overthink it. I know Mm -hmm. we just gave out like a long, a laundry list of things to consider. But the biggest thing is just going in there, being friendly. Knowing your limits with the liquor, mm-hmm. and you should be good. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, our affirmation of the yeah, affirmation. I believe yeah. this one. Yeah, um, you want? I mean, you made it, so I'll let you. Yeah, I'll. Okay. You need to say it. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So our affirmation of the week is: I am excited to learn about a new area of the world. The journey is just as important as the destination. Y'all, <laughs> as type A girlies, we're very okay. What's the next to do? You know, yeah, yeah. Very destination driven. We don't really enjoy the experience of getting to the destination. And I feel like because I'm in my 20s, fun and fun and free type of vibe, I'm really enjoying the journey, which I've never done. Mm -hmm. I was I wish I would have enjoyed the journey, you know, in college. But, you know, you live and you learn. And I'm finally enjoying the journey. And it just it feels great. Like, you know, it just it feels great having a fun time. Mm-hmm. And I mean, sometimes it, it is, there's bad times too, but just going with the flow. Overall. Overall. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Just, this is, we've, we've a long way from season one. I will tell you that. A long way. It doesn't even feel like we're the same people. It doesn't. Oh, that, it, was only, that was this year. I know. Whoa. Whoa. Only. Yeah. That was this year. We did three seasons? Dang. February, yeah. Well, we're about to have our anniversary. I know. What the frick, Mom? You're in the game? Are you for real? Dang. Real podcasters, for real. Real podcast. Look, microphone. 
speaking of, we do need to get one, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, we, we apologize. Y'all, if y'all been here from the start, we appreciate you sticking through our technical difficulties, baby. Yeah. Because between me editing this thing every day, every week, oh my God, the amount of tests I've gotten to faith. Shout out, black woman in tech, bro. That's been me. That's really you. Trying to edit these podcasts. And then the sound be off sometimes. We've gotten messages like, hey, we can't hear Denasia. <laughs> I'm like, no, it's our laptops. Like, we're trying our best. So thank you guys for sticking through us through thick and thin, for real. Yeah. Now, 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 to bring everything together, let's get into our why would you say that. So now, I, me and Denae send, I mean, this is how our friendship started, but we send so many tweets to each other. Like, it's really good. So it's unhealthy. Or to sing Denae's tweets that you send me because they're always out of pocket. So moms, what, <laughs> I know you probably have a few. Um, What is one of your, why would you say that? So one of them, this man on Twitter going to say, BBL payment plan is crazy. Now you working your ass off to literally pay your ass off. <laughs> How would you say that? The BBL tweets just be so out of pocket for no reason. Oh, my. Like, come on. Come on now. You know they're already going through what they got to. Bro, I saw this girl. She literally was sitting on, she was doing doggy style, but she was getting, uh, what is that thing called? A sewing, like a, like a, a fresh uh, wig installed, but she has to do it on all fours because she had that little tan thing on. <laughs> I, girl, it was your hair really was. It was never that deep. You can't even sit down for real. Stay in you the house. Sit. You can't sit. Can't even sit. You know, I don't good go with pain. Okay, but one of my one of mine is a hot dog is the greediest thing you could eat to me. You might as well go outside and bite into a live squirrel since you're hungry like a beast. <laughs> <laughs> and now I can't eat a hot dog without feeling like I can't eat a glizzy in peace. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, Th- that was good. That was good. Yeah. Um, the next one I have is this guy on Facebook. Basically, drew he he took a sharpie and physically drew out Nick Cannon's family tree. Yeah. And if y'all know, y'all know, y'all know Nick Cannon is a menace. This man has like twelve kids. Like he's the reason our population is is overpopulated. Okay, yeah. So he wrote out a full out family tree of Nick Cannon mm-hmm. almost five days ago. <laughs> Two days ago, it was announced that Nick Cannon got a new baby on the way. And someone said, the fact that this tweet is three days old and already needs an update. <laughs> that is- man is a menace to society with his turban. If- <laughs> <laughs> like he be wearing that turban on Wild and Out. Why does he wear that? No, I don't. I, I, I honestly don't. Somebody in a Halloween dressed up as Nick Cannon, and I know exactly he had a stroller and a turban on, and obviously in the Red Squad shirt. And I said, "Sit down, <laughs> bro." Okay. <laughs> my my second one is it wasn't a why would you say that? More so, like, um, just what is going on? Basically, there was this. It was this video. If you you know it, if 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 you're on Twitter, I feel like you've seen this, but basically it's all these women in lingerie. They're like having a brunch and this man is literally feeding this girl like in her face, like these honey dripped grapes. And it's very sexual, like just so overly sexual. And they're all just like, oh yeah, what? Like it's a bunch of aunties acting a fool in the restaurant. Oh, it's very, it's a very like, it's like a horny chef basically. And this this lady said, a good measure of friendship is knowing none of my friends would ever ask me to sit at brunch and make me watch them be fed by fed grapes by a horny chef. And honestly, 
I don't think Cheetah Girls would ever go for that. We wouldn't even be in the vicinity. I'm not going to hold you. We wouldn't even go to in person. I'd have to get up. Be like, Faith, why would, Faith, why why would, would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. No, okay. Okay. One of my most trifling ones I'd seen, this was during Daylight Savings, right? Okay. This man going to say, her, my period late, me. Hey, you know, the time went back. He would have been blocked so fast because what are you talking about? <laughs> Blaming it on daylight savings is crazy, crazy. Okay, I have sick with that one, bro. I got one last one. So there's this baby, and she dressed up in a real long skirt. Like her, the dress is like the skirt is like <laughs> half her. Why does somebody say <laughs> she is Seven Day Adventist? Ain't she? Why would you say that? Why would you say that going door to door and as a baby in a skirt is? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna post it on the story tomorrow so y'all can see how long this skirt is. I think we need to start posting more of the video based ones on the story. Y'all just gotta see it for yourself. For y'all gotta see. Y'all gotta see it. Like I, I just don't know what to tell you. Um, but sometimes they're just so out of pocket. I'm like, who is who is following us? I'd be forgetting who follows us. No, for real. I'd be like, my mom watched this. <laughs> no, she does. My mom, she just, she just, she, she don't, she not, she, 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 she a Facebook girl. She don't really care about Instagram. But wow, like we have some people on there that I'm like, I gotta keep a real PG, but I want to show y'all these this crazy thing. <sighs> you know, it's gotta see it. Yeah. If we get to see it, y'all gotta see it. Too. I gotta see it. So it might get a little crazy, especially on off season, because y'all not gonna hear us. Y'all gotta, y'all gotta get the what? Why would you say that? And so honestly, submit your why would you say that to us? Yeah, like, them to us. If you see something crazy out of pocket, you gotta send it to us. Yeah, and for what, numbers, what we do, visuals, visuals. Yeah, we need to see them. Yes, and for because we're filming the last two episodes very soon, please send in your anonymous questions dilemmas all of that because for a minute y'all not gonna have access to have those dilemmas answered so please send them in 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 the link tree yes and if you if you know something coming up you might need advice on it just go ahead and hit us now yeah um we'll we'll definitely try to respond to any ones that we get on the off season on our stories so follow us at healthy black girls um but yeah just keep us posted on y'all's lives um yeah and if you did get your question answered by us that's a follow-up because I we've never gotten no follow-ups on the, the situations we be giving advice on. And I really want to know that everything worked out. Yes, because one thing about we're nosy. That's why I be I be asking on that on the story, hey, what's y'all weekends looking like? <laughs> it kills me because Kelly said, This is the name on the story, ain't it? When I took over, because we be flipping. Like some days I'll take over, some days Faith will take over. I feel yeah. like you can tell the difference in our styles. Yeah. I always use a different font. So that's yeah. how we will know, maybe. maybe. Maybe the ones that have been rocking with us for a while can tell the difference. Yeah. But, um, that's very funny. Mm-hmm. I mean, you were talking about alcohol and, like, knowing knowing exactly which alcohol. And she then Kelly knows that I don't be drinking like that. That's true. That's true. I was like, is it the meme I use? Is it the way I said it? I was like, what about it? And gave it away. Um, yeah, yeah let's, let's make that a game. Y'all should comment who you think is on a story that day. Yeah. Yeah. But all right, y'all. We love y'all. And we'll chop it up with y'all next week. Okay, bye guys. See you later.